Happy Wellness Wednesday, friends. Today, I am releasing the second part to my conversation with Ashton. Um, Again, it contains further talk of addiction, faith, as well as depression and anxiety. And again, just wanted to let the listeners know that there are sources out there for you or anyone who may be suffering. Um, And we're also here to help in any way we can. But just enjoy. Um, Hopefully you guys can resonate with any part of it um, in the sense that it will help you in any type of healing process that you need. Enjoy. That's I feel like you're always the person that I like can just be real deep with. Like it's just I'm pretty sure you've seen me like cry, laugh, burp, <laughs> um, fucking get be batshit crazy. <laughs> like, We've had some blood. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I and I appreciate you. I mean, because I just feel I think that's one of the hardest things is my faith is going back and forth and to hear you talk about it. Um, even Christine has been getting back into it. I think that's the, and that's, what's been helping us be less judgmental in a sense. And not that we would judge people, but just even like, hard not to. Our, yeah, it's, it's hard not to. And it's also kind of like, I, I would judge myself. Like I always, I going back to the low self-esteem, like for the longest time, I always thought I was like fat and ugly, but I didn't weigh more than fucking a hundred pounds in high school. You know, it's like, you just have to find what works for you because the universe has a really good probability at making somebody feel like the odd man out for sure. I, and that could be based on nationality it could be based on weight it could be based on uh what they like or you know so many different things but yeah you know i don't it's crazy it's like uh, most humans and i could be wrong here but i feel like that's that's like a part of growing up like you you know i it's just a lot of times it's it's really not true in the person right like anybody that's close in their circle would be like no they just think that (laughs) yeah no, for sure. And I think uh, for me too, I think a lot of the times is cause like, I could easily talk to you about like my faith and stuff. Um, cause I know you wouldn't judge me and I know you've, you, you've come from a place of sincerity, but I just feel like there's still times where I don't want to talk about it because it's such a, Oh, Oh, you're Catholic. So you're probably like, you know, going back to politics, like, so you're probably on the you know right side or whatever it might be, but it's like, no, I'm just trying to figure out how to help myself get better in life. <laughs> like, has yeah. nothing to do with anything else but wanting to be closer to God or figuring my shit out with God, you know? I have a challenge for you. Okay. <laughs> Next time you're in one of those moments. Yeah. I could be off here. So I just say try it once. And if it doesn't, yeah call me and tell me i'm in it <laughs> i'll just send you the flicking off emoji though, seriously <laughs> though because in that moment and i i'm sitting in the chair thinking me yeah but maybe i'm off in that moment because i could see myself in that scenario usually that is when my low self-esteem is kicking in yeah and 
what's really unique about the power of Christ is it's usually in those moments, the next door opens or the next opportunity to have an influence in my life. Like those are the scenarios that I had to step outside of my comfort. Like nobody likes being like, nobody likes being uncomfortable. Everybody likes being comfortable. Right. Like, and, and what is, if you're not moving forward, you're standing still. Right. And, yeah. and life is always moving forward. So if you're standing yeah. still, you're, you're essentially going backwards. Well, and you're not growing. Exactly. And, and I would just challenge you the next time you're in one of those scenarios and guess what? It fucking feels weird and it feels embarrassing. Guess what? You, you like me, because universe loves to treat us this way. Mm-hmm. The first time you do it, you probably will be embarrassed. Like that's the shit that, you know, is real. Yeah. But I heard so much of myself in you in those last couple minutes of conversation because yeah. now I've I was 150% like that and I'm yeah. at a place today in my faith that don't get me wrong I have weak moments and low self-esteem and, and yeah. I get my faith gets rocked challenged tested oh yeah um, but I'm at a point in my life where it is an everyday thing for me and that's even if it's just you know to and from work listening to a little worship music and, and talking to God like yeah not my I think everybody should take 15 minutes a day, whether it's in the morning or night and talk to God, not for what you want in life, but what is going on in life and, and talk to them. Like they're the friend you grew up with. Yeah. Talk to him like that. That's you know, a great and, point and, though, of, you know, talking to him of not what you want, but just having a conversation, because I feel like a lot of the times, especially for me growing up Catholic, I just feel like a lot of the times our prayers revolved around the things we needed, the things we wanted in life, but not actually what was best for us, like for our soul, for our spirit. So that, that I really like that point that you just made. That's the thing about the sex of the church. And, and it's just, I think it's the progression of life. Like, yeah, they're so segmented and fragmented back then. And like, really, why was y'all believe in Jesus, but we can't. Oh, yeah. so you're saying you believe in purgatory and you think you need to, you know, it's well, just like, again. Catholics also think that Jesus is white. So <laughs> that's a whole different. And that's the thing. Like everybody's the expert in, in yeah. 2023. They have been right. for the last five years. And yeah. I'm at a point in my life where it's just like, if that's the type of spirit I run into, you know what? You were right. I was wrong. Yeah. Bless you. And, and I'll be on my way because. You know, I, I, there's always going to be the loud mouth that has to make their opinion known because again, might be a low, you know, they might've been trauma, traumatized as a kid due to something and they, they need to let their voice be heard or, and, and, and I think all that, I look at all that so subjectively now, because for me, like, I'm just so far from judging another person. And and don't get me wrong. I am a human being. I sin. I do bad things from time to time. I do judge people. I might think somebody looks completely ridiculous when I I really don't have the right to do that. Yeah. Um, Well, you did judge the lady whose panties came out of the pants. That was disgusting. (laughs) I'm so glad I got to humiliate her. See, I shouldn't have said that. But no, I mean, it's, it is hard. I think that's one of the hardest things is the judging. And that kind of stems back to the low self-esteem, um, at least for me. I what mean, was the number one sin? 
is oh you know there's the seven deadly sins but do you know that there's one specific sin that's called out the worst in the bible is it judgment (laughs) pride because because satan Mm -hmm. was too prideful to obey oh yeah because he was he was like the fallen angel and yeah Okay, that makes sense now. And and this is just a speculation of an old yeah. drug addict. <laughs> but I have spent time in the word quite a bit. I spent yeah. a lot of conversation and this is just my own thought and concept. Yeah. And, and I could be right, wrong, whatever. But, you know, I, you know, the progression of just life. Um, like, look at the last couple of years of like, yeah. love, like, I, I hate to bring it up, but like the politics, like I, I watch people who I love and care about blindly follow somebody on tv from a news organization that is literally paid from really 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 rich people to push a push a agenda or a narrative that's Mm -hmm. what news organizations are and i'm not being some conspiracy theorist or anything it's just people are we are so back to my point of tattoo so distracted that we mm-hmm. will blindly follow anything. And this is right. talked about in the word quite a bit. It's oh, yeah. right there. <clears throat> now getting to my point of pride, it's scary that we're in a place that I, I shared this. I, I, I shared, I gave my grandma's eulogy at her funeral, but the one thing I, it was embarrassed the shit out of me as a kid. I mean, we would be in this grocery store for two hours because she was letting somebody know her opinion about whatever the heck she was yeah. important to her at the time. She used to embarrass the crap out of me. Like, Graham, let's freaking go. I'm getting uncomfortable. But I look back on that and I'll respect her till the day I die and, and really try and model and emulate that because... I know we all have it a little bit, but we're at a a spot in life where everybody just thinks that their way is the right way, that there can't be a different way, that people can't have a different experience or a different upbringing and that it needs to be this. And and, and, Mm -hmm. and really, it goes back to my point. I think the devil's done a really good job at succeeding and distracting people. Most people I talk to do not give themselves anything. They they don't say no. You and me aren't the only ones who are people pleasers and yes men right it's women like we yeah we are trained and, and and herded because it's what everybody else does it goes yeah. back to being in school i had a low self-esteem i wanted to be doing what other people were doing you know yeah. and you get in the business and then why do you think so many people are getting burnt out and and getting yeah. to a point of low but to your point i i you know what i'm i i have faith and hope al because yeah. i look back at time and every time there's periods like this, there's periods of a revival. And I have been really interested and intrigued by these young kids. But I also am looking at some things like you know, these, a lot of these young kids aren't drinking anymore. Well, I don't know why. And they think we're middle-aged. Well, 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 <laughs> their parents are our age and they're probably hammered through that kid's whole childhood. Fuck. You remember yeah. the kids you graduated with and the psychotic drunks they were? Think yeah. about that, raising kids. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, uh, I mean, there's been so much disconnect over that. Like, I'm so thankful for my parents and, and everybody has a unique upbringing, but on yeah. an overall general scale, there's a lot of broken homes being made right now. Oh, 100%. But the thing is kind of going back to your point that, you know, 
it's not going to work. One thing isn't going to work for everyone. I mean, nothing in life is cookie cutter. Like people need to know that it's not going to be all rainbows and butterflies. Like you're, you're going to go through shit and you're going to need to figure out how to get out of it. Just like I did, just like you did. And I think that's, that's probably one of the, that's why I, I kind of go back, like Christy and I would go back to like people needing Jesus in their life or some sort of spiritual connection and relationship that can help them find their inner self. Cause I just, there, again, going back to just, there's just so much hate and disrespect in this world. Remember my point that I said, I couldn't remember. I lost. Yeah. My you just remembered. Off. Okay. <laughs> and it's to that point of the hate. And it's just like, I, I can feel that. I feel like when you, whether you were a Christian your whole life, or you're just getting into your faith or whatever it may be. I, I hear what you've, you've shared out a lot. Like we were just talking about in church last week, like people don't, feel like it's easy to jump in they feel like they're more judged in that setting than out right. of that setting and it's hard to get into that and I think half of it's a stigmatism or like you know kind of a stereotype but then also I I do think that again the busyness like uh, in a lot of churches and I love yeah. the church we go to because it's not that and it is all about the relationship because at the end of the day that's all we have yeah like, the, the church is all all it is is a representation of of the bride of Christ. Christ married the church. We we don't have an obligation to go be some happy loving church person to all the other people. Right. But we do have an obligation to go to church as a body and celebrate, you know, Christ and and that looks like a, a lot of different ways, but you know, again, Satan I, I he does such a good job at, you know, say somebody, for example, gets back into their faith and they go to church for the first time in a year and they have a bad experience because maybe it wasn't a good service yeah. or they talked about something that was uncomfortable. And then they're just like, nope, not for me. Yeah. You know, and then they write it off. But, you know, again, like the distraction and the just the overall, uh, like when in, when in life, anything of substance just like comes it's the instant gratification that Facebook yes. and social media and all these different things gave us. Like we just, yep. if it's not instant, I don't want it. Yep. And look at where we're caught. Like, look at the depth and substance we're at. It's trash. And like, I've even like the last couple of months I've been trying to, you know, I got <laughs> what I'm doing with my print job at Bolger and doing yeah. real estate. You know, I get, I run a forest now, so I'm out cutting wood and stuff, but like, sorry, I just, yeah. I'm still picturing you as like a fucking lumberjack, like fucking Paul Bunyan. And Hell yeah, <laughs> Paul Paul Bunyan had a beard. He did. He oh, did. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> he beard. Oh, it's from Jesus. up north, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I I agree. It's, it, I mean, I guess kind of going back to the point of, you know, that communicate or community and relationship how did your relationship start to change or evolve once you know from before you became sober and then also when you were like high on drugs or whatever it might be what was kind of like the pivotal relationship of god uh both relationship with god and just pe with people around you like especially like with your parents because i know like i love your parents like they're so sweet <laughs> you know so it's just like i guess how did that kind of affect or even a grandma, because you said she never judged you, but she was disappointed in you. I mean, at what point, like, were there any times of 
that were really strained? Yeah, I think my whole teenage years were strained. I moved out of my parents' house at like 16 or 17. Okay. Like I was dating a girl, like it was so weird. She, her parent, like the house was getting foreclosed on. Her parents went to the res up north and we were staying at this house that was supposed to be foreclosed on in like 10 months. And it was right next to school. It was just like, yeah. Satan set up some pretty opportune moments for Ashton to just go fuck wild. Like it was, that's how yeah. easy it was for right. me. And, you know, I, I'm just, it was my, it is my personality. Like, uh, and, yeah. and, uh, God always had a protect. That's like the thing. I'm, st- I, I, when people say God ain't real, it's something that you experience. And when you know, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. I'd done everything and, there was there's been multi I could go through a laundry list of experiences I had that there was no other thing other than God showing himself to me in, in some yeah. sort of way um but I think you know that that's an ever-growing process Al I, I you know I at first it was a lot of being vulnerable mm-hmm. and that's still something I still struggle with today um, because I just, I'll just lock it the fuck up, like treat yeah. me bad enough for so long. I'll lock it up and that key's not coming out Right. or, or I'll be hurt. You know, there's just different things that I'll, a lot of the times, a lot of let happen to myself or, or whatever it may be. And I allow myself to get into a situation. This has happened time and time again in my life. And I've not realized this until the last three, four years of my life of, a lot of the times in these scenarios, whether it was in a drug scenario or it was in a relations scenario or in a faith scenario, it was kind of the same lesson that he was trying yeah. to show me circling all around my life until I actually was like, oh, yeah, yep, yeah. Um, but I, you know, when it comes to like how it's changed and recognizing some of the different things along the way it it's changed a lot I mean you know to that point of even sharing with you earlier I grew up in a Lutheran church it was a set of rules and this or that when yeah. I gave my life back to Christ and saying I'm dedicated to you I still do you know like I, I drink I you know like we have fun whatever yeah and and I I made the decision that nobody on this earth has, has any say in my relationship with Christ other than me. And I have taken how I view everyone else in the world on what that looks like. So for me, you know, to that point of the hatefulness in the church, Mm -hmm. I, I, why people think they have the right to judge or be the jury or, or, or anything. Yeah. You know, God, Christ hung out with all, all the sinners. He said, yeah. these are the, the, the greatest of these, even though they had problems, because there was a state of vulnerability to those people. He discusses that. I'll come back full circle. Don't worry. <laughs> Intermission time. <laughs> I do this. It's okay. What was I talking about? Uh, the vulnerability of the people and Jesus and God, um, you know, helping the ones that are vulnerable 
to society. Something along those lines. I don't know if that helped. <laughs> Some about how it how it's different from back then till now. I was off on a tangent. It's okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's gonna come back in conversation again, I feel like. <laughs> Do one of these. I got yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like the little snap. <laughs> no, I mean I I it is I don't know. I just I feel like there's just like you had mentioned, like there's been just such a disconnect. Got it. Okay, there you go. Go. <laughs> like the I like how people feel like they can judge. You yeah. know, like I the one thing I've been hearing a lot in the last year and so much is like different faiths whether it's Buddhist or, or, uh, you know, and I, I will stand by like, Jesus is the only way to heaven. I was, I, it's in the word. I believe yeah. that, but I also know that in the beginning of the word, when God was angry before Christ, he's, he split the world up into 12 tribes, you yeah. know? And for me as a humanly human being, why I think my intellect can supersede God's and try to even want to put that together. Yeah. Like, why do I have a claim on how that is or why it, why it is? I don't, but we have the innate ability because God's within us to be able to think we have that authority, right? Yeah. And it's, it's such a misconception because that it's that same, it's that pride. It allows you to think you are more than what you are because at the end of the day, and this is kind of a, the darker side of things, but really we're not, I'm nothing. Yeah. Like the, the more I come to that realization of I'm just, I'm one of a body, no matter yeah. how good I be. Like, look at it. Like Tom Brady, one of the best players in the world. Do you yeah. think he's going to always be the best or is somebody going to come who's better than him? There's, There's always him. somebody yeah. better. Yeah. And 99% of the people, because of all those different things already previously mentioned, they get stuck because they don't know who they want to be. They don't know how to be the person they want to be. And they're looking at all these other people judging them because they're either not them or they want nothing to do with people like that. Yeah. And they're the scum of the earth, all relating from pride. And, yeah. and the humility in Christ of just laying, like laying it down, whether it's in your own personal prayer and saying, you know what, because that's, you know, for me, that it, it's for people who don't have a good faith established and really yeah. a consistency, that's mm -hmm. what I would say is a consistent faith. Yeah. It's more important than anything. You can go to church and have a great high, meaning you can go to church, you can have yeah. praise and yeah. worship, and you can hear a message that God mm -hmm. delivered right to your heart out. Yeah. 13 days later, life rocks you and you forgot about that entire experience. And you can yeah. allow sin and doubt and, um, shame and, and guilt and all these other emotions hope yeah the picture is getting painted throughout this um that that get you away from that and and establishing that consistent thing and it's not some checklist like everybody's different like i talked to so many people who have a great faith that some of them you know like for me it's a lot of driving and singing worship and um yeah he talks to me a lot through experience like i might see something that's close to me and my dad and then my dad brings it up in conversation it's like thank you because it's yeah. just the affirmation through a thing it wasn't god's voice coming down from the heavens ashton great yeah. job today you know like oh he he doesn't do that for you he does that for me <laughs> i'm just kidding fantastic. 
just need a little bit of what you got going on. <laughs> no, I, I do. I know. I know what you mean. Mine is more like it's more for me. It's more of an in the sense of like comedic relief and everything in life. Um, that's been kind of like the biggest thing, and I think that's maybe why like I resort to joking or just laughing about stupid shit because it's like my defense mechanism in life. <laughs> So I had a, I, this was, I think just a couple months ago, I heard, I can't remember the pastor's name either. I think he was, a, I think he might've been at our church as like a guest speaker, mm-hmm. but he was a really, really funny guy. And, uh, you know, like that's, that's, there's so much stereotype and, and misconception. And, and that's one thing me and my wife have been doing is trying to invite more people to church and just have a sense of like yeah. a Sunday brunch, come to church with us. Cause uh, half the time, a lot of it's a stereotype that they don't even know about. Like they're just oh, so, yeah. and and I'm sorry, that's, there's something spiritual about the four walls of a church. I can get my friends yeah. to do anything. Yeah. Come to church with me is like not happening. Yeah. You know, and there's something spiritual that, but like, again, you know, when me and her go, it's such a, it's such a, uh, it's a relief and I'm not there because I'm supposed to go to church. It's there because I just get a message from the Lord. I get yeah. some praise and worship and I get some uninterrupted time with him away from my phone, away from work, away from friends, away from the responsibility, away from the dinner tomorrow, away from the birthday party on Saturday that I got to buy a present for and deliver, you know, there's, it, yeah, you know, and well, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, and it just kind of reminds me of when I would go to church and, you know, I, my mom and I, or even my brother and I would take the, uh, the homily different or in different ways. Like I would take it one way and my brother would think that it, it meant more of this way, you know, and my mom kind of thought of it in, a, in another way. So it, it just goes to show that nothing, even faith is cookie cutter. Hey, that's... <laughs> In church, like in in Christian, like in that setting, I he- I hear like the word, the living word is yeah, it's living yeah. You can read it a hundred times and it will say something different every single time yeah. Yes, but no yeah. Like, no, it's not no. We should not be looking at this as you can perceive this any way you want to that's not what this is this is a historical literal account of the past now when we look at the holy spirit i can read that passage i read two years ago and read it today and that passage can have new meaning in my life because either of experience or self uh, ratification or whatever it may be but the words inside the book don't change. Right. Right. Like in, in the, the, the crazy thing is, is when you actually get into it, like new Testament, read Matthew through revelation. Yeah. There's a pretty, pretty good way to live life in there. Yeah. Like owning up to your mistakes, not lying, being accountable, treating, you know, loving others as you love, like it's all in there. Yeah. Yes. You go through hardship, but the thing for me is like, I, I've been through like somebody's mountains are anthills to me. I, right. I I can I can weather probably any storm. Am I gonna hate it? And is it I could it kill me? Yeah, but I weather it. Yeah. I've been through it all. Like 
all. Yeah. Nothing worse than being alone in a cold jail cell. Nothing alone being worse than treatment, doubting who you are, like bend to the lows. And, yeah. and it's really not how life's supposed to be lived. And, and that's, it's this type of communication and talk and just being raw and real with one another that, right. you know, how many people bring that up to me? Like, Hey, I love that. We can just be like real and deep. And I love that too. And I think you yeah. probably experienced that because it's oh, yeah. our types of personalities and souls, but yeah, to your point, people don't want to be vulnerable because everybody's no. judging, you know, oh, and, yeah. and they're, the sad thing is, is I want all those people to be so confident in their own faith that they recognize it doesn't matter what anybody else around them thinks. Because at the end of the day, like say I hate my job right now, my job is super tough. I got hired from a guy who's gone. Yeah, President's my friend, but he came out of IT and we don't, you know, like he don't, he's doing all his other things. He doesn't really necessarily, I mean, like he could answer questions for me and stuff, but yeah. I don't have a direct person that's like taking me through and so frustrating yeah and I it's been it's been a mental challenge and hardship for me um but guess what like I could let that negative affect me and treat the people there like crap and and really let that impor and and at sometimes I feel like that but yeah I don't work for any of them they might pay my check but I work for God and the more I keep the more I can keep that relationally between me and him yeah the more the effect of all the external just doesn't mean anything. And I've, I've had a lot of growth in that arena in the last 365 days of my life, because, you know, really after leaving the buckle, um, you know, I, it's like, I was having a midlife crisis at 30 instead of 45, like, and I think that's yeah. partially to do with how much life I've lived through the addictions and, and yeah. really living three lives in the time of, you know, 15 Well, I mean, years. with the addiction, I'm sure essentially you had to, you, you ended up maturing faster because you went through so much fucking shit with more, it. I, yeah. I, right. I, in my twenties, I had more maturity than some of the 50 year olds I watched just yeah. neglect their family I mean, and drunk all the time. And, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, 100%. Well, and it's crazy because even when I first met you, I remember even thinking like, when I found out how old you were, I was like, wait, this dude's younger than me. <laughs> like, I thought you were at least the same age as me. So, I mean, it just kind of shows that you, do well, also, I think it's just because you have an old soul. <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, I think everyone's life experiences mature them a little bit differently at different times. And, you know, I grew up with an with a dad that was always drinking or, you know, gambling or whatever it might be. And he was just emotionally abusive. And so that took a toll on me because I, I think that's where I struggled with my faith because he was this guy who would always say, we got to go to church. We got to pray to God. And it's like, but you yourself aren't acting like someone who is faith, like has the faith. Um, so I think that's where I really struggled because he was just, it was basically like hypocrisy at its finest. Whose sin is better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's sad and it's sad, but you know, and, and I think, you know, if you're not giving yourself self-education, self-exploration and, and really giving your I mean life is busy you got to give yourself time to think about these things because if you don't like yeah. people just think life is hard and life is 
no, these things are happening because there's a bunch of shit you're not attending to in your own personal life. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Get your shit together. It's okay. Yeah. Like talk to somebody, you know, like I, that's, I was the person that it was, it took me a while on that front when it was really about me and my inner being. Like I had to work through some stuff. Like I'm an open yeah. book, you know that. And I will always be there to help somebody. But again, I'm my own worst critic. So when I was, I mean, that yeah. shit's hard. Like I, I was, you know, throughout certain times, like even certain times of my life, like there, I'm sure there's a couple of times over the last year where my wife was horrible, like fucking pissed at me or had a rough time being around me because I'm yeah. just because I'm, I've been, you know, away from that old previous life. Like my faith still ruffles me today. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's a different thing that God's trying to teach and show me, but that, that, that exercise of, uh, wisdom it's it's never been easy and it never will be like yeah you know like you it always is tough sometimes and it makes you rethink and like right now like I've the last few years for me has just been financial education deep in crypto and and really learning a lot of different things because I've always been a tech guy and everything else but that in and of itself is again through my faith has taught me a lot about me because yeah. in that between the word and, and then what I've been learning and reading and, and trying to practice in in consistency with that it's it's allowed me in my own life to say no to people more yeah because I am a yes man and Annie yep. is too and think about two busy people with 88 freaking jobs we say yes to every wedding party yeah get together Kwanzaa like it doesn't freaking matter we're there which you know, side note, you missed out on a friend. great birthday party for me. That it. 90s hip hop was amazing. <laughs> Let me tell you some of the outfits that came through. <laughs> but no, I, no, I agree. It, I guess what's something that when you do kind of have that, not setback, but maybe more of like a doubt or, um, you know, sometimes you question things in life. What is your kind of go-to then to reconnect and, um, you know, rebuild that relationship with God. A lot of the times I'm just choosing not to be there in the relationship. I don't, I guess it's not a, I'm the one reconnecting. It's a, I was the one who walked away. Got it. He's like, it, it wasn't him. It was you. He, yeah. He, he's constant. Yeah. Is there times in our life where we feel like we're in a desert and we feel like we're not getting answers or impress it's not impressing upon us what needs to be done because we're a creature of habit and if we if it's unknown yeah. it rattles us to the end of our our being yeah that's learning to be uncomfortable uh, in the uncomfortable or in the unknown yeah. is one of the most important things people need to understand how to do yeah. Because until I understood enjoying the journey and it's not about the destination, did my mm -hmm. life ever get good? Because I was always rushing to the next thing. And I think that's yeah. like a, any rich person. They could be, they can have 1 million gajillion, 872 billion, 887 million, 980,000, yeah. dollars. Yeah. And it's guess very what? Precise. Still fucking empty inside. Oh, Still yeah. Hurt. Still yeah. wanting the next thing yeah also not caring about how they got to that and you know um 
I've tried to really, I'm proud of myself over this last 365 days. Cause I said it was one of the worst years in my life, but I yeah. was so proud of myself of where I am in here. Yeah. I stood up to the things where I I'm putting my fucking foot down. Not yeah. I've, 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 uh, uh, weathered emotional storms, whether it was due to somebody else or myself or whatever it may be. Yeah. I've put up with unbearable BS at work because I'm not going to let anybody else get in the way of my success. I'll be the, yeah. I'll be the deciding factor in that. And I did those right. And they, it wasn't easy. And I'm not even at the point where I'm thankful for it yet. Like I'm yeah. still like, I'm exhausted. Like, you know, like it's just, yeah. that's where it's at. Yeah. But I'm also faithful in the process and understanding that, you know what, it's the hardest year in my life, but the amount of strength I've, I've really gathered, you know, like all to the same point, like you, if your life was always a mountaintop, why, why would it be a mountaintop? Like the valleys make you cherish the plateaus. Yeah. They help you give you the truth and recognition. And, and even to the point of this, like somebody's going to have a rough time in life and hopefully they find a video like this and they can see that people yeah. you know it is okay and and they're not the only one because that it's what happens oh yeah you don't I mean, have somebody close to you that's like that and you just feel alienated and you don't know yeah. what or how well I think that is a huge part of it is a lot of people are scared to really open up and be vulnerable and I myself even catch saying things at times to kind of be more reserved because again, I was very embarrassed that, you know, like my marriage failed, um, that I tried to take my own life. I mean, there's just so many things in life that I was always scared to share because I felt that people would think I was crazy or, um, there was something wrong with me. And it's like, no, there, there's so many people out there that, that need to hear that it's okay and that they have someone behind them even if I don't know you like I'm still gonna be rooting for you because hitting rock bottom like that is fucking shitty and my rock bottom was different than your rock bottom but it's still regardless horrible a lot of the emotions and I'm not I, I don't want to dissuade anybody thinking right you know, there's various degrees of hurt don't get right. me wrong yeah but that feeling of loneliness, the uh -huh. feeling of despair, of, of utter uh, angst or anguish, like, it, yeah, that is irreplaceable. Yeah. That feeling alone is probably by far one of the strongest things I, I don't like feeling in life. Oh, yeah. It was, like, I mean, it's horrible. It is that emptiness inside you is probably one of the worst things that I have ever experienced. And that's something that I would never wish upon anyone because even though I had people checking in on me, it was still one of those, those, it was still one of those things where I literally was like, I don't fucking care because I am so done with life and my insides are just beyond empty. And, you know, it, it took a while to always in that, in that, do you feel like what did you, you yourself tell yourself it was something you did? 
Oh yeah. I mean, like I, you know, the whole, when I first was told that, you know, like he wanted a divorce, it was like, what did I do wrong? I mean, I, I literally was like, it's because I had a miscarriage. It's because, um, you know, I'm not a good enough wife. I, um, I didn't make enough meals at home. And it just kind of brought me back to that whole low, low self-esteem. And I, I looked inward and I was like, maybe I'm not good enough for anyone. Like I'm never going to find anyone that truly appreciates who I am. And I think that was probably like the biggest moment that I realized, like, I'm unlovable. Like I, I, I thought I'm a fucking piece of shit. And I mean, now, obviously, because I've grown, I, I know I'm not a piece of shit. Um, and to be told from someone that you spent almost a decade with that you're, you're not a kind person, it, it really fucking rocks you. I mean, that hurt me more than anything else, more than someone calling me a, a see you next Tuesday or, you know, a bitch or whatever it might be. But to hear it from someone that you love and truly care about, it's, it's like shit. Like I'm the worst fucking human being. And it sucks. <laughs> like, You're not the well. You're one of the greatest I appreciate human that. beings. You really No, are. I appreciate that. But it was, it was really definitely a hard, like a hard, like I remember even like, you I mean, you know, it's, you, you know it's bad when even like my mom I mean you know my mom she's very much matter of fact like get your shit together yeah. you know do things and uh, she even was like there is something off in you and there's just no more spark so I and even my nieces who are 10 and 5 well at the time they're 9 and 4 but the, like for even them to say like are you okay like you seem off like that that was like a fuck like I know everything on my inside is now showing on my outside truth is really the only thing that holds together well yeah like I like the pain the hurt the anger the angst it all falls out eventually like I don't yeah. care in what scenario it always comes out and it you yeah. might be very very well at patching and ducking and sealing and holding in that shit's coming out Oh yeah. I mean, I literally had a multiple mel mental breakdowns, like, cause I would shove shit in. Like I just would kept it in, kept it in. And finally, when I started, like, I mean, I've, I've been going to therapy for years, yeah, um, but amazing. yeah, oh, I, I'm such a advocate for therapy, but it was one of those things where it's like my biggest moment for me, which sounds probably silly to other people, but my biggest moment for me was when, you know, I was being my mom's caretaker um, and taking her to all her appointments and then finding out that she had not just ovarian cancer come back, but a whole different cancer come back um, to finally call my brother and be like, and just bawl. I was like fucking crying. And my family was very much like, we don't cry, like suck it up. Like you're fine. So to have me call him up and be like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Like I am broken. I think that was probably the point where he was like, shit, like, like she needs help. And I think that was a big moment for me. Again, it sounds silly maybe to other people, but for me that just that little phone call of I'm, I'm, I can't do this was huge because then I got the support from so many more people. And 
the more I started opening up about what's been going on and how I've been feeling or, you know, it, it just, it helped heal me because for the longest time, I didn't want to share my story or share what was going on with me. I'm sure you can feel this too, but it's one of those things where it's like, I felt guilty being like a burden on someone. I didn't, I didn't want to sound like everything is about me when there's so many people out there that have it way worse. But in reality, yeah, I mean, but in reality, it's like, we all have our shit that we have to go through. And I think that's the biggest message that I want people to know is that, that, you know, find your people, find your people that you can feel safe around and share the story. Because when you find those people that accept you for you and all the fucking shit of your past, present and future, like, don't let them go because they're going to fucking help you through some of the hardest shit in life. Like, Isn't it funny, the older you get, the crazier the shit gets. Right? Like, whoa, what is this? Like, I don't get it. Hey, sign up for this shit. I don't want it. I don't want to unsubscribe. <laughs> like, no, but it's true. I mean, again, like, I, I mean, even us, like, I, you know, we don't see each other often, but like, we'll text from time to time. Anytime you call, you're fucking that face that. <laughs> from the ipad that's like all distorted pops up like fear and loathing las vegas but (laughs) Mm. but you know what though it's like we can still connect and we can still have those raw conversations that i feel like more people need to have and i hope i really hope that this can resonate and help someone through whatever they're going through for sure even if it's just one person out of any of the episodes i do you know it's like I, I want them to know it's okay. Like you'll be okay. Yeah, you will as long as you, as long as you work at it. Exactly. I, exactly. I think sometimes I have a well. I was, I was actually a lot of the times I am so passionate about things or share things because it is that way for me. But then yeah. also looking at it on the other side of things because there's some people out there that they get into that stuff and it just pushes them far away or they don't they really don't want to take the first step and really looking at the hurt inside and and yeah you know to to the point of what you were just saying is it's it you have to be vulnerable mm-hmm. you have to allow yourself to be okay with not knowing how it's going to turn out yeah whether 100%. that's emotional or, or whatever else and just opening up to not your own you know own device like on the back on the faith thing it's like whether i don't care what you believe in like yeah at the end of the day i I want everybody to believe in jesus because he's the he's the he's the key he's the savior yeah um but i i don't have no judge if somebody believes anybody anything else i you know i i some of the people i've even saw most differently from i've learned the most from oh yeah because they had a different upbringing or, or lifestyle and i might not agree 100 on them but i can usually find a something great that i i respect or want to follow yeah. in them and and you know where mm-hmm. i'm at in life now you know i am a collection of every experience i have yeah i have al in me i have my grandma twyla in me and in different relationships and scenarios and in leadership and and all these different things but I can't do any of that stuff well unless I'm taking a little bit of time for myself. Um, whether that's yeah, whether that's 
to your point in, in, in a guided therapy session, it's, mm-hmm. it's getting an alone time out in the, out in nature alone without technology or another human being, or it's just yeah. spending one-on-one time reading. But um, to my point earlier, I think you know, consistency of just having a friendship with Christ um, yeah. and it feels weird and it, and it feels awkward. Like, it's like, am I doing this? Like, is the person in the car over me? Like, what is this dude talking to himself in his car? Like, your brain's going to throw everything at you. But when you're closest to any of your breakthroughs, how much like craziness and chatter, like anytime, like, you know, some of the moments I remember one time at Buckle, I thought I was getting fired and I got a promotion. Like, it's like the anticipation and the angst and the, you know, like it's almost the unknown. And then all of a sudden it's like the relief, Yeah, you know, it's just that the consistency has really allowed me to, you know, I'm not perfect. I cuss when I shouldn't. And I, you know, judge when, when I really have no authority to judge. And, you know, yeah. every day I do try and strive to be my best self. I wake up and, and, um, I remember getting out of treatment and I wanted everybody to know Jesus, not that I was some Bible thumper or anything, but it was just like, I, yeah. I wanted everybody to know. And, and, same thing, like a lot of things I've learned in life, but then I've, I've recognized that, you know, I was, I was thinking about going to be a music pastor after I had left there and I came to the conclusion. I was, I, that was kind of a selfish thing I wanted to do because I love music and I love yeah. God, but was really this what's God calling me to. And then now years after that, yeah, I'm out in the middle of the desert and I don't really know where I'm going, Right. but I've never been so sure of unsure. Like I have never yeah. been this is the conversation we've just had over the last 45 minutes. I have never been so okay with not knowing where my life is fucking going. Yeah. I don't. I actually am more hard. confused than I was five years yeah. ago. And I've actually had more comfort and more solidity in my relationship, my faith and everything because yeah. of how tight knit that is. And, and I like, even this last year, I had a lot of crazy things that happened, but he showed up every time. Yeah. It was there every time. It didn't take away the hurt. Yeah. But it gave me that feeling of there's somebody in my corner. Cause really at the end of the day, that's what we're all looking for. Right. Like, yeah, no matter how bad it gets, Mm -hmm. I just want to know somebody's there for me. Oh, 100%. No matter how bad it gets, I want to be there for them. Yeah. Same thing, you know? And as I get older, I've really tried to start to slow that down because I, I, you know, I mean, even to the point, I felt like a dick because when you messaged me about getting this set up, I'm like, I forgot to text her back last time. And I look at my phone okay. so much between the three jobs and all this crap that I, I get, I, I, I don't do it on purpose. No, but I just like, I overload and then I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this thing. But and here's the I, thing. It's I, I know you, so I know your intention to be there for me is, is there. So I'm not hurt by it. I won't get butt hurt by it. I mean, you know I mean, that you, though. What if I mean, they don't, you yeah, know what well, I'm saying? Yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. And for me, yeah. that's one thing I've really tried. I've looked at myself yeah. as a negative because I would accomplish everything on the task list, but yeah. in all reality, I don't have the time to, and yeah. there is things that are more important to me than another. And yeah. I've never, it's not now it's just like, you know what, that is as cool as that could be. Nope. I, I have to. Right. I have to allow the time in my life for certain things. And I, 
I think that's one of the hardest things for us millennials and Gen Zers because we grew up yeah. on the hype of the technology and the whole change of the whole system. Like yeah. I had to teach my mom how to use a DVD player. What the fuck, mom? You put it in, you press the button, you hit play. Like it's not that hard. You should have seen me like it's a spaceship. <laughs> you should have seen me try to teach my mom how to do the setting up the face recognition on her iPhone. Oh my god! Oh lord! I could just like, see her going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, you know her. She, yeah, it's just like, no, mom. And she was just like, ah, just forget it. It's like, but yeah, I, I agree. And I think going back to what we touched on earlier on the whole social media, I mean, the whole comparison thing in society is just, I think that's part of where I got my anxiety of, you know, I'm not a good wife because I would see all these people like happy having kids, you know, like, and I'm like, I'm not there yet. You know, and now I, I'm I'm gonna be single, and I'm in my 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 biological time clock is running out, <laughs> as my family puts it. But again, it's like I, I I thought I was gonna have a family by now. I thought I was gonna be a mom, and it's just one of those things where it's like it, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. It really does. Like it. There's gonna be so many scars in your life that. Uh, it's going to happen. You're just going to have to go through it. And again, find your tribe. Like, I'll put it this way. Before I met my wife. Yeah. Each relationship I, I was in, even back to high school. Yeah. Literally prepared me to be with my wife. Um, not all of it's, I mean, like, I'm an asshole. Yeah. She gets annoyed with me yeah but at me who I am as a husband and how I I serve her and who Mm -hmm. I am for her I needed all those experiences I needed all that time with my faith otherwise I would have never been able to even remotely be who I am today and I'm not perfect I'm not trying to say I'm the greatest husband I'm just saying yeah you know like whether it's I'm not perfect, but I live to serve my, my, my family. Yeah. And the, the people in my ecosystem. Yeah. Um, when you go through things and it's tough, like I, I'm relating this with yours because you did go through a marriage, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, that, that marriage isn't your story, Al. Like, yeah. Yes, it hurt and it was a part yeah. of your journey, but that marriage was not your story. Yeah. And if you want to allow yourself to sit there and struggle through that, you choose to. And for a point proven and mm-hmm. totally understandable, you did for a while. Yeah. So, a point of you recognizing within your family, like things, something needs to change. Like, I'm not okay. Yeah. Some people don't ever even get to that point. Right. You know, it is getting too deep for me. <laughs> um, I almost fucking cried, so don't feel bad. <laughs> but no, I mean, there there is just so many. I mean, we could honestly like we we I can chop it up all the time on this trip. We, we've we've had we've had our conversations I mean we've had our deep conversations um and I think that's what really 
I appreciate because we can shoot the shit, but we can also get deep. <laughs> like it's what I really like. Yeah. I think, but that to my point, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-challenge you on that. Challenge yourself in those scenarios, even if it's in your sassy, sarcastic owl way. Like, you know, I people it ruffles people's feathers and I yeah. love it. At my new job, I have a purchaser who's just a fucking asshole sometimes. Mm -hmm. He's actually a really great guy. We get along. He hunts. I hunt. But he deals with a lot of sales executives. And he deals with all our CSRs who help get our jobs through the shop from start to finish. Yeah. He deals with a, and the third-party vendors that we buy material from. He's got a lot of things on his plate. Yeah. But being brand new and not knowing anything, you being an asshole to me isn't going to make this any better, buddy. And yeah. he, you know... It had happened where an email was sent and he pretty much said, you know, the salesperson on this doesn't do a good job at getting information. And I got fucking heated. Like yeah. I wrote probably five or six different emails to him. Yeah. Before I deleted you start typing it. in walked delete, out, delete, delete. Walked yeah. out oh, of my yeah. house and went for a walk in the woods. Yeah. Because I needed to take a second. And that's also another ability I've taught myself over me getting on the right journey. Because before yeah. I was a mother, I'll tell you how I feel. Yeah. But again, that wasn't the most constructive thing. And, and that consistency in my faith allows me to be yeah. able to be the person I need to be in those moments because I wake up and I say, God, give me, show me the opportunities where I can show you today. Let me know when those opportunities are. Cause I'm not trying like, just like anything, like if you want to get into crypto, I could speak to you about blue in the face, but until you're ready to get into crypto, you're not going to care. Same right. with grace. Like unless somebody's ready to receive it, same with addiction. Unless yeah. somebody's ready to get help, they're not going to get help. You can go till you're blue in the face. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And I think it, it, I keep losing my train of thought. What the fuck? We might have to cut her off here soon. I'm fucking going dim. No, you're good. I my <clears throat> my dog's been crying because I think he wants to go outside. You could have told me we gotta cut her down. That's okay. I figured I might, um, I might just do like a two part, two parts to like split it up. Cause I'll do this whenever you want to do this on any topic you ever want to do it. Yeah, no, for sure. But I do, uh, to end, I do, um, actually do a lightning round with people. <laughs> lightning round. <laughs> it's just for like some just shits and giggles, but you know, who Jim Cramer is. That sounds familiar. He's the is financial he analyst oh. on CNBC. Oh, yes. So but please, <laughs> please look up his show. It, it's usually on, I think, at five o'clock. Is he the one like talks like all like crazy and fast with um like yeah, when yeah. he's talking about okay, yeah. Welcome to the lightning round. You should get that audio clip just so you can hammer it. Oh, I'm going to now. <laughs> All right, you you ready? Yep. All right. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Flying. Favorite color? Green, or black, or purple. Three for one. How you like that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, song that best describes your life. <laughs> Can I use my phone for this? Yeah. I don't think I could. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Shit, this, I actually might need that on this. 
Does you want me to go to the next one while you think? Yes. Okay. Toilet paper roll over or under? <laughs> Can I get an explanation? You know, like the toilet paper On the roll? roll? Yeah, like do you over. Like... Okay, okay. So you're normal. Thank you. Favorite condiment. I thought you were talking about how you go for the wipe. No, but you're supposed to go front to back. <laughs> At least for women. I don't know about guys. <laughs> I I go, you know, reach around, but it made me question. Do people... Yeah, because some people like, I'm sure like push it. <laughs> you definitely. Actually, two of my episodes have talked about poop, and now this is going to be the third one. You found your niche market. Yes! (laughs) I can't say I know a one. Oh, my God. Okay, next question. Um, Favorite condiment? Lately, uh, Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, that shit's so good. Here's the deal. Go to the store tomorrow and buy yourself a Jack's frozen pizza. Or if you have, you got one of the I can't eat free. I can't eat pizza anymore. I'm allergic. <laughs> this has been the biggest fail I think I've ever encountered in life. So for all of you fans out here about since you're watching this wonderful episode, go to the gas station tomorrow, buy a Jack's pizza, go to the fucking local grocery store, buy yourself a Chick-fil-A sauce. And you're going to need a thing of Lari's seasoning salt, unless you have it at home. Cook your Jack's pizza until that cheese is golden brown. Smother with Lari sauce and then dip that shit in the Chick-fil-A sauce. You're going to die. And be sure to wipe front to back when you're going to the bathroom afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) This is a good one. Most embarrassing moment. <laughs> Underwear on the foot flop? No, that I mean that was oh, more embarrassing for her. Yeah. <laughs> so where I'm from, <laughs> back around like 2000, the state senator <laughs> died, <laughs> and my grandma took over for two years. And then we were campaigning for her to re- rerun. Yeah. So we were doing a lot of uh, parades. Yeah. And at the time, there wasn't much cool shit. No. I don't know where they came from, but we had these two little, like, they almost looked like bench stools. So, I mean, they, they were probably three and a half feet up that you okay. would sit on. Yeah. But they looked like big pop cans. Like, they were... Like the pot, you'd sit on the pop can and then off yeah. the front of the pop can was a little metal pole and a little handlebar and yeah. they had engines in them. So <laughs> I brought my friend with me yeah. to do a parade cam yeah. to let wicked good skateboarder. He's like, dude, you want to go ride some pop cans in the parade for my grandma and hand out some candy? Yeah. Right, dude. Yeah, that'd be sick. Right. Right over in Chisago, we're ripping on these pop cans. Yeah. And my grandma is pissed. <laughs> she probably asked me, 
about seven times. Slow yeah. it down. Next thing you know, I take off. Oh, I no. whip around. I'm coming back. I eat shit in front of the entire parade. That's not the embarrassing part. Uh, I get up. I'm bleeding. Yeah. About to cry, probably. And then my grandma comes over and just gives me the fucking business. <laughs> State senator gives me the business in the middle of the parade. And then she won't let me ride the fucking pop can anymore. It is embarrassing, though, when you kind of get, like, when you're, like, grandparent or, oh, like, yeah. your parents just getting it, laying it into you, are like, oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Uh, one word to describe me. The best. You're the best. Uh, um, no, um, I'd like to be more rich than that. Exceptional. I appreciate that. Uh, horror action films. Action. First celebrity crush. <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk like pre-K, it was Barty. Fucking oh, love that purple thing. Wait, okay, wait. I love that purple thing. Not like a physical like attraction. I'm just saying I, I had a crush. Barney was my yeah, fucking okay. jam. Okay, so post K. Gosh, who was it? I don't need, I, I don't, I think the, <laughs> I think the drugs have gotten me so bad. Like I can't even remember like my middle school age stuff. Here it is. This is in Butte. Yeah. <laughs> Uma Thurman. Yeah, but you even still like find her attractive. I remember us talking about that. It, I'm weird like that. Like yeah. I'm like, I don't no, think, I, know. I don't think Megan Fox is attractive. Oh, have you seen her thumbs? No, but now I really want to. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> it's, it's, uh. What's her last name again? Uh, Fox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just said it. Okay. <laughs> They're like little nubbins. They can't be. Oh, yeah, no. no. Oh, she, she has weird fucking thumbs. She's a fucking alien. Yeah. That looks like the same thing from Men in Black the 2000s <laughs> yeah. with Will Smith and Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones. Yeah. Told you she's got weird fucking thumbs. I'm trying to think of my actually first celebrity crush. I think it was Freddie Prince Jr. and Paul sorry Walker. To end up watching this. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't even, we were just trying. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Great, I Googled your you thumbs. Have, you have great thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god! Um, place you want to travel to? Um, I just thought thumbs were weird before. Wait, say that again. <laughs> place I want to travel? Uh, yeah, like on your bucket list. What's the place you want to travel to the most? You're gonna have a nightmare about those thumbs. I can't stop looking at. Her. <laughs> she's she's like biting them in so many pictures. What the? Yeah, yeah. You think she bit it into a number? <laughs> Yeah, but I both bet you thumbs? she's got a. Oh my God, we're it's like I bet you she's got a. She's got like a. 
She's got like, like a mental thing. Oh. Like I don't it's know. a like Annie, she like she like bites her fingernails. Yeah, but she wouldn't bite her fucking like thumb to the point of a nubbin. This got strong teeth. <laughs> okay, going back to the question. The place that's on your bucket list you, you want to travel. I want to go a lot of places. Right now, currently it's Bora Bora, but I want to go to the Maldives. I want to go into the Sahara. I want, I, I, that was one thing with my grandma passing. My grandma taught um, English over in China. She all through that whole area, Vietnam, Laos, Jakarta. Like there's just, I, I didn't care about any of that. Now just, you know, I think I'm to the point where I'm sick of my local community. Not that I want, I mean, like I go to my local meeting and I want to help, but like, I want to see other parts of this world that God made. Yeah. Um, and experience that in some sort of way. So yeah, I, I travel is good. I, I think the next 20 years is going to be a very, very big, important thing. That's awesome. And then going back, song that describes your life. I didn't even finish because I was looking at fucking thumbs. And he's going to walk in and be like, why the fuck are you looking at nubbins thumbs? Oh gosh. I... Nope. That yes, but no. Oh. I don't know how to answer this. Best describes my life. Yeah. God. How about best describes your life right now? So many songs in my head. Mine's mine's flowers by Miley Cyrus because I can buy myself fucking flowers. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, um, all right. How about favorite song? I, I got one. Okay. I got one. I, I can't, I can't give you the best. I could give you like, I, there's a, a few I, yeah. I'm thinking of and on the spot, I'm like, Oh, which one is the, the yeah. but I, this one it's, it's fearless mm-hmm. by Jackson Dean. And that's not like me because that's like a old timey like country song. I was gonna say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I did throw out Miley Cyrus, so. <laughs> music's my sweet spot. I could talk. I. I know. There's so much good music I'm listening to right now. I want to share like 20 songs and like just chill out. You shared one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you and our friendship and the fact that we were able to connect and for you to do this podcast episode with me. Anytime, Al. Yeah, I'll, I, share, uh, I'll share the link because I already have the, the two episodes out already and I'm done editing the third. Cool, <laughs> yeah, share them with me. I'll, I'll blast them out on my social media. And yeah, uh, I'm in the I'm in the process and work of something similar as you can see yeah um there's a lot of moving parts right now just with moving in and trying to get a lot done here and getting yeah for sure other real main job going but um one of her best friends brooke uh, does editing and stuff and i i just don't have the time for it yeah Um, but i'm gonna be doing some stuff with not not uh 
this realm, it's going to be more, it's going to kind of have to do with uh, finance, music, and, and faith. Um, oh, yeah. But mostly finance. Like, I really want to be able to bring a God aspect into there. Like, I just, I've yeah. spent so much time there, and there's been some great things I've been a part of over the last <laughs> year with stuff. And want to be able to show people yeah how easy it actually really is and and, and stuff so um be done i'd be down to have you eventually yeah. once this thing eventually gets up and running i'll yeah. probably do it more i have a burnt down shed that i'm going to be rebuilding over time and i'm going to make a little studio out there yeah i'd like nice. to do more of a group setting because i think with what we're getting into it will be be fun to get a group of people together and yeah i'm gonna start doing a like a newsletter and different things and building on a website and stuff so once all that that's stuff awesome. gets up and, and everything i'll share it with you that's awesome. i could use the support and i'll obviously yeah. support you and whatever you do i fucking will always support you man i love you but and we all have to get together sometime i mean yeah 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 I just I know I we're kind of like all far apart but Levi well let, let me talk to you I got a I just went out to see him because we went out to the Green Bay game yeah um, I'm fairly I think he's coming back here I think within um, the next like month or month and a half because Johnny's coming home from Vegas okay um, and I can't I think we're doing something but yeah. Um, I, I, I gotta talk with him and even remember when the fuck he's coming but uh, I'll, I'll check with him and see how long he's gonna be here maybe maybe you can shoot up and hang out with us for a night or something yeah I mean I don't have a life so yeah 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 you come up stay here and obviously I literally out it's and hang out with Annie and it, shit. it's like literally like work gym eat sleep dog <laughs> repeat <laughs> That's what I was going to say at the very beginning of this. I've been on Twitter a lot for the fight because really the finance and crypto happens yeah. in Twitter. Um, <laughs> the big thing right now is like there's been like girls like taking videos of them <laughs> yeah. working out and then making a huge deal about it when a dude hits on them. And I was dying laughing yeah. because one of the pictures, I don't, I don't, it wasn't the girl doing the photo. Yeah. It was a guy and it was a provocative shot. Yeah. But this motherfucking workout outfit looked like it got purchased at Victoria's secret in the lingerie, in the lingerie yeah. section. Like what yeah. the f are you doing this? And in, in the, the caption or post or meme or whatever is yeah. just like, bitch you lying if you're saying you come in to work out in those clothes you're looking for attention like you know it's yeah. just like get yeah. that like i see some girls at the gym i'm like look like a functional workout outfit. you just you just want attention yeah yeah i or just to like, feel superior like why are you looking at me while yeah. i look all hot and shit right yeah but <laughs> awesome yeah at the beginning when i was trying to get my settings set up when yeah. you said twins, I thought we were wearing like the same hoodie, and I no. realized you're talking about the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah. Great chair. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like, am I? I was like, it's really fucking comfortable too. They're the best chairs. Oh, they're so nice. At my office at work, I I literally buy one for my desk yeah. because it's just like they. My first day. The <laughs> Here, I swear to, I. There's like duct tape on the arm bars. 
I sat in the thing and damn near did a Chris Farley backwards off of it. And I'm like, I can't sit in this chair. Out of all the chairs in this building, this is what I got. Well, we could order you one. What do you what do you want? <laughs> I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this one do. And three days yeah. later, I had a new secret lab. That one I got the cookies and cream light gray. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I do like this one though. It's like it's and I like that you can adjust it so many different ways. I mean, I'm not an avid gamer, like I'm <clears throat> I just really like the chair. They're great chairs. I'd recommend yeah. them to anybody. But yeah, well, thank you again. It was good to see your face. Yeah, much love. Love you. Much love you too. I'll let you retake it or okay. maybe do a shout out later yeah, or something. But I'll sure. give you a picture. Okay. Yeah, just give me a picture. Just no nudes, please. I'm sorry. I know, I know all the all the Eden Prairie moms would love to see that, but not enough, not enough megabytes. <laughs> nailed it oh, oh my god all right it was good to see you <laughs> later all right have a good one bye, bye. you too